In St. Paul's epistle to the Corinthians, he says to them and to us, so run that you may obtain. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, amen. As a boy, I was always very much interested in sports, whether playing them or watching them, but particularly basketball. Of course, I, as any other boy who is interested in sports, I had my favorite teams and my favorite players. At the time when I watched, I was more interested to see my favorite player's stat lines, to watch him win, and uh, to see all the achievements that he made in his career. As time went on, I became more interested in finding out what made this player so much better than the others. What set him apart from everyone else in that sport? How did he achieve those stats and those victories? And I learned it wasn't just luck or a stacked team. It was actually his mindset, his firm determination that set him apart. And as I looked further into it, I noticed that it wasn't just him, but all the quote-unquote greats in the world, whether in business or sports or otherwise, had those same two qualities. Some of the quotes, to give you examples of what this player's mindset was, they are quite natural, but if you look at them right, you'll see that it's almost the same thing as the quotes of the saints. The saints, of course, focusing on the supernatural. He said, obstacles don't have to stop you. If you run into a wall, don't turn around and give up. Figure out how to climb it, or go through it, or work around it. He said on another occasion, if you quit once, it becomes a habit. Never quit. Thirdly, he said, learning is a gift, even when pain is your teacher. And another time he said, every time I feel tired, while I'm exercising or training, I close my eyes to see that picture, to see that list with my name on it. And this usually motivates me to work again. Over time, I realized that there were very great similarities in the mindset between the worldly athletes and the holy saints, but with a very glaring difference. First, that athletes are motivated to work for a corruptible crown, some, some piece of metal, a trophy, while the saints labored for a crown that was incorruptible, that would never be corrupt. Athletes were motivated by pride, and they had to dominate all others at whatever cost, that was what pushed them. But for the saint, it is not dominance or pride, but humility, which is the foundation of all the achievements of the saints, 
Without that foundation, there is no great spiritual edifice. In the athlete, there is always an unhealthy appetite to be better than others, to have what someone else has, that trophy, that championship. In a way, you could say that that is the vice of envy, because when they don't have it, they are saddened. They're saddened that someone else has what they cannot attain. But in the race for heaven, we can say, as Mary Delval, that in that prayer for humility, Lord, that others may be holier than me, provided I am as holy as I ought to be. It's okay for others to be better, but we must do what God wants of us. Saint Sebastian, the patron saint of athletes, is a saint whom we honor for his strength of character, that fortitude that comes not from from the human heart, because even a little gloomy weather can make us lose all, all strength to make any effort, but that fortitude that comes from the Holy Ghost himself, Now, living in the time of Diocletian, Sebastian, one writer put it, not only dared to become a Christian, he dared to become a Christian right under the emperor's nose as captain in the emperor's bodyguard. In fact, the only reason that Saint Sebastian entered the emperor's army was so that he could get close enough to the jails where the martyrs were kept so that he could encourage them to persevere, to not give in to fear or persecution. The Emperor Diocletian eventually discovered that Sebastian was a Christian and ordered him to be shot with arrows. And so he was, he was so shot, but the pictures don't depict him correctly, actually. His body was covered from head to toe with arrows, so much so that one one saint, I believe it was, said that he looked like a porcupine. The emperor left him for dead, but Saint Sebastian did not die. He was taken in by some pious Christians and treated, and that is when most of us would have quitted, given up, said, we've done our part, but the glory of God was at stake, and Sebastian was in the race for salvation. The prize was the eternal beatific vision of God. And so just as fearless as he ever was before, he marched straight back into the streets of Rome and went right up to the emperor Diocletian and scolded him face-to-face for his cruelty to the Christians. And once the emperor overcame his shock at seeing this saint still alive, he had Saint Sebastian beaten to death with clubs. He was the conqueror because Saint Sebastian, he was not after some incorruptible, or rather corruptible crown, He was after an eternal one. 
And so now, at this very moment that we are speaking, by the grace of God, St. Sebastian has his prize, and he is seeing God's face now. And the church? Well, the church holds him out to be our hero, not some athlete, but a great saint to imitate. He is the patron of soldiers because of his bravery and, as one writer put it, because of his tough-as-nails fortitude. He is the patron of athletes because of his endurance. He was able to endure so much for so long. That's the virtue of perseverance. Now back to St. Paul in his epistle. So run that you may obtain. That is, in other words, run this race like you mean to win it. There's not a second chance to win the prize of heaven. We've got to, like the athletes, stay focused. As scripture tells us, remember thy last end and you will not sin. You've got to be swift when the Holy Ghost offers his inspirations. And we must persevere, even when the battle against a temptation is long and hard and drawn out for hours or days or weeks or years, we've got to persevere. When we feel like quitting, we've got to, just as that athlete I told you about at the beginning, we've got to close our eyes and see that list that will come out on Judgment Day, see that list without our name on it. We should close our eyes again and see that empty throne in heaven, which is ours forever, as long as we persevere, as St. Paul says to do. St. Bernard, speaking of Christ, said, did the creator of the world, while he was here on earth, stand still? No. He went about doing good and healing all. He went through the world not unfruitfully, carelessly, lazily, or with a lagger's step. But as it was written of him, he rejoiced as a giant to run his course. And he continues, interesting, interestingly enough, no one catches the runner except another that runs just as fast. And what good does it do to stretch out after Christ if you do not lay hold of Christ? Therefore, he continues, St. Paul said, so run that you may obtain. Set the goal of your course where Christ placed his. He was made obedient even unto death, However, however long you may have to run, you will not obtain the prize if you do not persevere unto death. That is, if you quit when things get tough, or you don't feel like making the effort, or when the weather has you down and all your strength is left. In the race of virtue, not to run is 
to stand still is to fail and to go back. Another analogy. Athletes do all that they can to prepare for the game or for the race, whatever it might be. That is, they avoid whatever makes them soft, slow and sluggish. And they wouldn't, I know of a case where one player would not even so much as speak to an opposing player because he thought that, well, making a friendship with him would cause him to lose his edge over the other. And so it must be in the race for a crown. The enemy is your own flesh, the world and the devil. You don't make friends with the world or the devil. You have nothing to do with them. But as for the flesh, the enemy is also that. Self-indulgent living found in the, the capital or the seven deadly sins weakens us in our race. The saints tell us, on the other hand, that we, when we subdue the desires of the body by fasting and penance, then the devil and the world will have less power over us because they use the body and act upon the body to destroy the soul. St. John Chrysostom said concerning the martyrs, this is a good thought, you're a featherbed saint, soldier, if you think that you can conquer without a fight, triumph without a battle, exert your strength, fight strenuously, strive to the death in this battle, Look at the covenant, attend to the conditions, and know the warfare. A word of encouragement. We know by experience, after all, that we can't do this, not without God, not by ourselves. Again, how many of us have lost courage merely because it's been gloomy? and rainy, we lose all courage. St. Augustine says, however, that God gives his help. Here's what he says. He who ordered the strife helps them that strive. God does not watch you in the same way that the crowd watches an athlete play. The people can warm him by shouts but cannot help him. He who arranged the game can give the crown and the trophy at the end, but cannot give the athlete his strength. But God, when he sees his servants striving, helps them when they call upon him. And St. Dionysius, the last quote, if you bear with me, even more beautifully, he said, God has laid down the rules of the contest by his wisdom. He has appointed rewards most fair and beautiful for the conquerors. And what is surely more divine, he himself as supreme living kindness and goodness conquers in his warriors. And while he indwells within them, he fights for their safety and victory against the forces of death and corruption. So St. Paul tells us, so run as to obtain. Run like you mean to win the race.
seek after heaven like you mean it. Seek to overcome all of those vices, those addictions, everything that gets in the way of heaven. Seek to destroy them, to overcome them, but seek it like you mean it. For only those who run well, as St. Paul says, and persevere will obtain the crown. May God bless you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.